coming up on 5 Minutes. If you only focus on the patient, which is obviously front and centre of our minds when we think about areas of disease, you actually don't address the problem. Online, on mobile and on a podcast. This is 5 Minutes. Welcome back to 5 Minutes, the podcast series where we speak to the most interesting people in the world of malaria. Today we're joined by Jake Baum, a professor of cell biology and infectious diseases. He's been thrust into the spotlight for what the independent newspaper is calling a major malaria breakthrough. Having analysed over 70,000 compounds, his team, based at Imperial College London, discovered a set of compounds which could prevent mosquitoes from transmitting malaria. I wanted to speak to Professor Jake Baum to learn more about his discovery and what this will mean for the future of malaria. This is 5 Minutes with Professor Jake Baum. There seems to have been a shift on the research agenda, hasn't there, from focusing how to improve the diagnosis and treatment of malaria to focusing on preventing the transmission of malaria. Why is that, do you think? When you kind of think about, you know, how do, how would, how do we move to this lofty goal of a global eradication of malaria? So we need to think about how malaria actually spreads and the dynamics of how an infected individual mm. infects a mosquito and then how that individual mosquito then goes on to infect others. And because of the... The, you know, when you start thinking about it in those terms, if you're able to block or suppress the process of the person infecting the mosquito, then the impact of that can be very profound, even if the intervention is not very radical. In the independent newspaper, it said that you analysed some 70,000 compounds. Briefly walk us through the research and development stages. How on earth did you manage to screen so many compounds? The, the overall goal of the lab was, can we find a way of screening for drugs that target the ability of the parasite to infect a mosquito as a concept, and how would we go about doing that? And then over several years, including work before my, I joined Imperial College in 2013, um, researchers in, in our group were able to miniaturize this process of fooling parasites to think that they had left the human body and entered the mosquito. Mm-hmm. And you do that simply by dropping the temperature and then adding a cocktail of reagents that mimic the kind of environment you'd find in a mosquito's stomach. The target to malaria elimination is 2040. When do you think that this R&D phase will stop and it will materialise into a drug that people can begin to take? We do have several compounds that actually stop mosquitoes from getting infected. So now we're working with chemists to actually try and realise those drug-like molecules becoming real developmental drug-like things that that could actually go into preclinical trials. In terms of time frame... I think, um, like most things in malaria, it comes down to money in some ways. Mm-hmm. And so while somebody might have a drug that's a developmental drug that cures malaria, we are competing against that pot to try and say we have a drug that doesn't cure malaria, but it stops you giving malaria to the mosquito, which will stop it spreading. And will potentially in a few years lead a molecule which, provided it has the right safety and uh, activity profile, would actually be able to enter a preclinical trial. And then Obviously, that, then you're in a, a gamble. Does it actually work? A lot of drugs fail when you know, they're beautiful preclinical, and then as soon as you get into a person, mm. um, they, they often do fail. So it is a, a war. There is a sort of state, a lot of stages of attrition on the road. But mm. that would mean that within, uh, uh, let's be ambitious, within five years, it would be great. It would be terrific if we could get one of our hits or, or one of the hits through the broader program of screening that we're doing in the lab into somebody and prove that it actually stops transmission. If that were the case, then it's 
probably another five years of development to actually get it into something you know, which could be administered. So probably the time scale for any drug is between 10 and 20 years. Mm-hmm. But fortunately, we're part of a global effort uh, spearheaded by Medicines for Malaria Venture, MMV, to really make sure that that pipeline of development is full with drugs at every stage of development. And if you look in the MMV literature, there are drugs that are reaching the pointy end of being actually going, going into clinical trials and potentially being licensed for use, as well as those that are right at the beginning of the discovery stage. And we're sort of somewhere in the middle, or at the early middle. Now, you're not alone on this project. You've got GSK and the Gates Foundation working with you. What's been the benefit of working with other organisations? When we were involved in the negotiation with the Gates Foundation, they helped bring us together with Dundee University, who've got expertise in bringing together a library of compounds, and GSK, who are one of the leaders in translation of actually making drugs and putting them into people. That was Five Minutes with Jake Baum. This is Five Minutes.